0: Welcome to Unsealed Lips. This podcast is hosted by Laura Yesenian Paloma. We are three high school friends from East LA and have now graduated from college. We are sharing our stories in the hopes of inspiring other women alike. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unsealed Lips. I know it's been a while, um, but we are just, um, life has happened and yeah. Um, sorry about the music that is going on in the background. I'm not sure if you can hear it, um, but there's a party going down downstairs in my apartment. <laughs> so sorry about that. But if we don't do it today, then it might we might procrastinate and not do it at all
1: <laughs> <laughs> in a very long time. In a
0: very long time. So we are just trying to get back into the podcast biz and yeah, become famous. I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, kidding. (laughs) Um,
0: But it's just uh, a way of us three also staying connected. Um, We're kind of, well, Paloma's transitioning out of living near, close to me. So, and Yasen already lives in another state. So we want to keep doing this So we can also um, stay connected and keep our friendship going uh, because they are very important people to my (laughs) life and I'm not going to cry, I'm just kidding, (laughs) 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 not trying to get all emotional but that's just kind of a snippet of why we decided to continue doing this and why we're here. I'm talking to you and just um, update you on what has happened in our lives since we last um, chatted with um, with you happy people.
1: So you have to deal with the music in the background. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, but Yesenia will get started because she has something pending, has an appointment to get to. Um, yeah, but Yesenia, tell us what has happened in your life so far? Um, any travels, um, how it's worked so far? Are you planning to come and live back in L.A.? Because we miss you. <laughs> um,
2: well, since we last talk, I did have a chance to travel. I went to Europe for my very first solo trip and to celebrate my 25th birthday. It was 14 or 16 days, like a good two weeks out in Europe. And I got to visit a friend in London and explore London with her I got to spend a good chunk of my time out in Europe in Paris and fell in love with Paris like there was so much to do there the museums were breathtaking the food was delicious um, the I always forget the name of it but the SieN River I think like there was so much going on in the evenings and at night time. Um And I walked so much. I was a huge tourist in Paris and I loved it. And I would want to go back just to explore it again. Um, And then I got to also check out Amsterdam. And I will have to say, I need to redo my trip to Amsterdam. I was so burned out from Paris. And (laughs) I wish I could have (laughs) done a little bit more of appreciation showed a little bit more of appreciation towards Amsterdam. Like, I know Amsterdam's pretty much known for all of the nightlife and the very liberal things you can do out there, which is not that different from what you can do in Colorado. Uh, But I think traveling with friends to Amsterdam would be a lot more enjoyable. And interestingly enough, I did meet up with friends I met along the way at the different hostels and at different um, outings from Paris, and so I got to hang out with uh, three, a handful of girls um, in Amsterdam, but it still wasn't the same, I guess. Um, Outside of my travels and turning 25, I made it through a whole year here in Colorado. I celebrated my one-year anniversary at my job. I've taken on a lot more responsibility at work with not just working with college students, but also writing curriculum and co facilitating lesson plans for sophomores and high school students. So that's been really cool. Yeah, so I am a, my official title is College Completion Advisor, and so I work with college students that have graduated from my high school programming and I meet with them on campus once a month and throughout our different check-ins just to follow up on our conversations but pretty much our conversations revolve around um, academic achievement, college affordability, student transition and future opportunities and it's really just about advising them and providing guidance and support as a pursue their bachelor's degree. And so it's a really rewarding job. Uh, But I've gotten to do a little bit more of high school programming, which is not something I dove into at all last year. Um, There was a bit of work drama at some point. I don't know if I talked about that earlier this year with any of the previous episodes, but there was some work drama that happened and we were understaffed. And so that's one of the reasons I got involved with um with high school programming but overall like the drama happened people uh, decided to leave and while we were understaffed we took on more job more and more tasks outside of our job description and now that we're filling the team up with key individuals like um the 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 site culture is a little bit better, the staff dynamics better, and we're all aligned with what we want to communicate to the students, which is awesome. Which I can say more about, but I won't dive into it. I could have a whole episode about just jobs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool. What are you doing outside work, work outside hours? Outside
2: work hours? Uh, wow. Um, I'm still doing a lot of running and a, little, a lot of yoga. Um, I had a rough month in October and I did a lot of shopping therapy next door to my work at Goodwill and I've been decorating my room and my apartment so that's kind of helped me create a better space that I can call home for that it goes back to my self-care like I need this safe haven that I can go to after work without it feeling empty. Um, um, let's see, I did a lot of hiking over the summer through with Latino Outdoors, so check them out if you have, um, there's a bunch of chapters in various areas in the U.S. Um, let's see, what else for self-care? I've been terrible at reading, so I'm trying to get back at that. Um, something I've been experimenting lately has been writing weekly priorities I'm sort of like writing two or three things for each day of the week that I want to accomplish that specific day. Um, first week went well, third week is going a little bit better. Um, second week was rough because we had <laughs> a huge Like we had three days of snow in Colorado and it just threw me off and I had to work from home and it was just, I didn't have that work life balance because I was actually using my apartment as a workspace. So it was hard to do the things I wanted to do. But hopefully as I begin the fourth week of this experiment, I can uh, set up a better routine to keep myself accountable and maximize my time outside of work. Yeah. yeah and then there's also dating you know I'm um, on dating apps I'm uh, meeting people um, hanging out you know so that's been, that's been that's been cool I guess um, to some extent <laughs> um, cool um, I have no plans of going home for the month of November or December I know the holidays are very much family-based and I love my family, but I am on strike because I want my family to come visit me and I know maybe Thanksgiving isn't the best, financially speaking, but if I can have my mom and my little brother, you know, travel by train to come visit me and spend a good 10 days, um, would very much make the end of this year awesome. And then if I have to fly out my dad, I'll fly out my dad. But um yeah, those those are some plans in the works and I guess if my parents or my family don't wanna come I may give into traveling back to LA and also get to see Lauda and Mahoma. But I don't know. I I have no plans to travel for the rest of the year. Um and, yeah, I can, I don't know, I just need to sit down and like work on some projects I've been brainstorming, create a routine that works for me, and also write into my calendar activities and events that I can go to. So like, I saw this one for you tomorrow that it's very much boxing, and I'm like, okay, an hour of boxing could be really cool, and then I also can like expand my social circle so I'm trying to figure out ways that I can keep myself motivated for social purposes yeah (laughs) I feel like I ended on like a really sad note I don't know why my time is really weird (laughs) no worries I'm just being very reflective I guess (laughs) talking about the future (laughs) well that's the point of the
0: podcast it's our journal into our life hi this is Laura speaking. Um, so a little bit of what has been going on in my life lately. I was working full time and now have transitioned to working part time. And a lot has to do with finding that work life balance. I am a mother and I do have to make it to like doctor's appointments and also my own doctor's appointments. Um, so I've been working part-time and it's actually good because now I have more time and it's nice. I also, um, right now at the moment, I'm looking um, to get Lauren into um, an early Head Start program um, just so that she can be interacting with other kids. Um, she is an only child and I feel she'll benefit from being around other kids but she has been it's funny cuz she's now has started to say uh full sentences uh which is really cute um and yeah i guess it, it has been really nice to see her grow and develop her modeling skills and she does have some legit modeling skills with her posing <laughs> And um, if you follow me on Instagram, you can see that that um, Lauren is not camera shy. She's just, she's an amazing child. <laughs> and also what working part-time has allowed me is to um, interview for the career that I have um, set in mind at the moment I guess what is the goal is to get a government job just to have a little bit more security in regards to like benefits when I retire that would be nice to have because aside from having like a 401k I'll have a pension too and like social security but yeah and so I had a I have a parent educator that comes to my house and talks to me about like what stage Lauren is in development and what are like different activities that I can do um, to enhance her learning um, activity. And I was like, it's crazy because graduated from college. Well, also the parent educator has a college degree and yet like we have so many loans to pay off. We are like, there's debt to pay off and it's crazy. It's just crazy that we have college degrees and we're here um earning, earning a good salary, but yet a lot of money goes to like paying the debt that we've accumulated from attending college and like that gap of going to college and then finding a job, um, yeah. And I was just like talking to her about it. And I guess it was nice to hear that I'm not the only one. And me and Michael, the goal would be to buy a house but right now we're working on saving but it's hard to save because things happen life happens michael got his hours cut at work so that was a little bit it was stressful because michael is not one to keep those things to himself so it's like his whole life is collapsing and he would um, say it out loud and just like come well not complain i guess i had to be a supportive wife um just like makes note of it and Yeah, Uh, but he now is back to working his regular hours. So we're back into that saving. We did have to use our savings to pay for last month's rent, but I'm just here being real with you guys. Um, It's not pretty and life does happen. Family members get sick. Now we're back on track and trying to save more money and I guess how is my relationship going with Michael at the moment? Um, it's been going good. I'm, I'm still with him, so I have, I have not kicked him out the house yet. <laughs> it's good. There's like, of course, there's arguments here and there. Um, you did not do this or you did not do that, and we're living together, so of course we sometimes clash about like um, cleaning or like prepping stuff for Lauren so we could go out. So it's not big argument. Yeah, we're learning more about ourselves and we work through our arguments. Uh, I'm not one to stay quiet and just soak it in. Um, I will make my voice heard and um, just let him know how I feel about like that particular situation and how we could improve. Our relationship is still strong they're still we're still attracted to one another it does not die when you have a kid um it's still there and yeah that's kind of what has been going on in my life right now just and then like i find myself with all this freedom and it's kind of also like i still want to keep doing this and i just i guess working like those full-time jobs kind of sucked out my inspiration. So I was like telling yeah, uh, I need a life coach because I need to get my life together. I feel like that kind of inspiration kind of left um, just from being like busy and like working all the time and just being tired. So I gotta get back on track. I still have goals. But yeah I just want to keep um, we have decided to keep doing this and we're going to do it. Well, that's how it's going to be. Um. Okay. Paloma's going to talk now.
2: <laughs> go, Paloma, go. Laura, you did awesome. Thank and you. there are some things that I don't remember you sharing
1: with
2: exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> no, that you had to dip into the savings to pay your rent.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly the one I was thinking of. Because <laughs> I was like, wait. Um, <laughs> but I think that uh, it was. Time to be more open to the
1: public. More open to the public, but not to Paloma. <laughs> <laughs> We're here for you, Laura. <laughs> exactly. Well, we still have lights and
2: gas.
1: Duh. <laughs> we have secrets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Since we last talked, Paloma is still with Mr. Smedman. Um, we had our one-year anniversary on September 1st, 2019. And I'm engaged. He proposed, he put a ring on it. Um, <laughs> so I went, it was his birthday. We went there's like these um rail bikes over there, they you can go ahead and go on the like unused train tracks, and they made them into bikes so you go ahead and pedal and shit. So we did that, however. When I set up that little thing, because he likes doing like all those outdoorsy shits, and Plum was a nice little urbanite who don't like doing physical activity. Unless <laughs> it's sex, and then okay. Uh, either way, um, so I set it up and I figured okay, Mr. Snimmons is going to be the one pedaling the stupid bike, and I'm going to sit down on the bench of the bike and Princess while Mr. Sneman sweats to get us to our destination. Because I mean, he's the one that likes physical activity, right? Well, Um, as my anniversary gift Mr. Smithman asked me what I wanted and I told him I wanted new kitchen cabinets in the apartment and so Mr. Smithman decided to go ahead and fulfill my wish of gifts of my new kitchen cabinets and he was fixing with his mom and his stepdad Lanny the kitchen cabinets and he wasn't practicing safe I don't know, construction shit. And my Mr. Smithman, I'm being overdramatic, but my Mr. Smithman almost died. And he the a piece of metal like cut across his neck very close to the artery on your neck. Luckily, it wasn't the artery. Um, He had to get stitches. And the doctor told him he couldn't be doing like rigorous physical activity or else the stitches were going to go bad and all these other things. And so... When I went, because it was like basically the weekend before I visited uh, for the rail bike, I was not the one princessing on the bench. Mr. Smedman was the princess on the bench. And Paloma had to go ahead and bicycle his ass (laughs) um, on that rail bike. It was not too bad on the way to the destination. It was like this cute little lake. It was so cute. I loved it. There was like a cornfield. It was, I don't know. I'm like, damn, Paloma, you should, like, make a living out of this shit. Because you make some really great dates. Not to, like, to my own harm, but damn, bitch, you really do come up with some good shit for dates. But either way, so we did that. And the rail bike back to the station was difficult. Because the reason why it was so easy to get to the lake was because it was a slight incline down. However, on the way back, it was a slight incline up. So I had to really pedal. In the end, Mr. Smenman, me, me and him had to switch off because <laughs> I was out of shape and I could not rail bike that shit back up <laughs> uh, on my own. So we were going halfies on it. Um, then for our day of our anniversary, Mr. Smenman doesn't like going, like traveling and shit, but I told him that it was our anniversary and it's my turn now because <laughs> he wanted nature for his birthday. I get traveling for our anniversary. So he agreed and we went to Prague and in Prague, he did not propose to me on our anniversary. On our anniversary, I don't know why I woke up in a fucking mood. You know, you know how we are. We wake up in our motherfucking moods, and nobody could take us off our goddamn pinchy um, throne that we're mad at our significant other. And I was mad at Mr. Smithman. I was like, here I am, you know, with Mr. Smithman. I quit so many jobs just to be with him. And he don't let me. Like, he had proposed to me back in April, and he don't give me no ring. And so what I asked him while it was on my fucking, our anniversary, was um, we were eating at this cute little cafe in Prague. And I'm like, um, you know, the Jennifer Lopez song, Mi anio? And I asked him, Mi Anio, pa' cuando? Like, in the song. And started crying and he told me he already had the ring and the thing is is that okay so in the bedroom he has two tables there is a cute little white one on my side and there's this ugly brown like wooden stain one on his side however when i got there for the date of our anniversary was that my white one was on his side and his brown one was in the kitchen and you know, yo de traviesa, I went ahead and I moved the fucking white one back to my side. <laughs> Cause I'm like, that's my table. And then I put his brown table on his side. And he had asked me, he's like, Oh, did you go through it? And I'm like, No, why the fuck would I go through your table? You know, like it's your little nightstand. Like, was I supposed to have gone through it? No, I didn't drop anything because he was asking me. He was like, third degree me. Well, I found out when I 3rd greet him for my anillo pa cuando, that my was my ring was uh, inside <laughs> of that little nightstand. And the reason why he was asking me if I did anything with it wasn't because he didn't trust me, it was because he knew he had the ring there and he hadn't yet proposed. <laughs> So, either way, we were in Prague after he told me we were gonna get married and everything. He he, he wanted to marry me without my ring yet, though. I, uh, you know, I started crying and shit. And I was like, I'm sorry, Mr. Simmons, I love you. You know, getting over my peachy throw no, being mad at him. And so we had a great time. Okay, so if you everyone experienced Europe, but. You know how expensive that motherfucker is, like, all over, okay? You go to Eastern Europe, and you go to Czech Republic, okay? You go to, like, we went to a five-star restaurant, and that shit came out, too, for both of our meals. It was, like, we had everything, and it was $72. It was just limited to buying it. I didn't do the halfies because I was kind of broke after, like, all the things that I did for his birthday and stuff like that. Um, So I couldn't, usually we go halfies on these things. But I couldn't pay my half because I was kind of broke, like I said. either. were, but I didn't feel too bad because he only spent seventy something dollars on it, so I was like, it's okay. Um, yeah. So now I'm engaged, and our wedding is in May, May second, twenty twenty. Um, I'm gonna have the wedding. Our venue is right by the ocean. And it's like okay, so it's kind of by the port, so you see a bunch of like you know ships docked, but it's still the ocean, it's still an expensive view. I got it at a cheap place, but it's still an expensive view, as you know. And we're gonna get married at the Church of Sweden, and like it, there's a Church of Sweden in LA, there's a, multiple ones. And so, in other news, is that Mr. Smeme came to visit me in October. And it was really nice. That's when we secured the venue and it was great. And (laughs) we went to Disneyland and I'm pregnant. So my baby going to be a cancer more than likely. According to Google, the due date should be about January 30th, 2020. I'm going to have a 2020 baby. I don't know any gender. I don't know anything. Uh, This shit's stressful. It's really really stressful Um, So I'm applying for my residence permit to move to Sweden. This was before after he had proposed We decided that I was gonna move over there and then now that I'm pregnant is that now it's definitely because I always I It's not against the US really well it kind of is so When we were talking about having kids, I always knew that when we had kids I wanted to move over there in Sweden like they have such tough gun laws. They like they have long maternity leave. They have um free childcare. Like childcare is no joke, it's super expensive. And they have so many different programs and such. They really care about the child, I feel. Not just the fetus that's inside of you. If they care about the child. And I think that's something more countries need to think about. And I don't want to worry about leaving my kid at school and scared that someone's going to go ahead and shoot up that school. I don't want to worry that if we go to the doctor's appointment that my kid is going to contract the measles because some parents don't believe in vaccinations. Like I'm sure there's those over there in Sweden as well. It's not a utopia. But it's a lot more informed about these things and so I think it's definitely the better decision to have our kids in Sweden now I'm like I was a little hesitant like thinking about it but now it's like well I always said when we did have the kids we would have them over there but um so we did the application it takes about seven to ten months the baby should be due around June 30th however if I wanted to have the baby born in the U.S. because in the U.S. they're um, given automatic U.S. citizenship. As you guys all know, if you're born in the U.S., you're automatically an American. Um, If as an American, if I have the baby over there, they'll still be an American, but I have to do an application of $1,150 (laughs) dollars. And a lot of the times, I don't know if I need to get an attorney to do all this paperwork, and then I need to contact the consulate in order to uh, um, like see that the birth happened between me and my child. It's just a lot of stuff um, that, they, that needs to get done if I were to have the baby over there. However, if we continued with having the baby here, is that Oscar as a Swede is entitled basically to his full wages while he's on parental leave. I am not I'm an American and if he were to have the baby here and the baby and he's not having his parental leave in Sweden and the baby is not in Sweden then they will not pay him his wages and if he stays in the U.S. for three months or more is that he will no longer be um, like the he wouldn't be able to be covered by his job the insurance wouldn't cover him and um, there's also like the thing in the U.S. where you can only stay 90 days and it was just, like, a lot more difficult because the way I see it is that if we have the baby there, um, at least one of us will be having – we'll have an income. But if we have the baby here, I won't have an income and he won't have an income. And the baby ain't going to be working because the baby just popped out. So the baby won't have an income. So we'll have a bunch of broke people and a lot of expenses. So there was that. And it really sucks having all these hormones because they get emotional and it really sucks. You know, like when you're on your period and you're like, I'm not weak. I'm just crying. And I don't know why. <laughs> um. We're happy. Mr. Sliman is really happy. We told um, his parents, we told my mom, we told my sister. <laughs> and I'm telling you guys. Um, like piggybacking off of what Laura had said like about Mike and he was talking about how his hours were cut and so his stressing about money basically stresses Laura about money I feel the same thing with Mr. Smithman now because normally y'all bitches always broke okay I'm fucking always broke broke early in a joke And I don't know how the fuck I'm always so broke. I honestly don't know. Um, Either way, (laughs) Um, I'm always bitching about how I'm broke. Mr. Snedman, however, is the stable one. He never really bitches about being broke, you know. He just says, like, he just doesn't talk about it. Um, But now that we're having the baby, is that now he's talking about, he's like, oh, I'm going to have to be, like, as if I was in college. And I'm going to be cooking. And he's going to, like got his HBO subscription, his Spotify subscription. I'm like, but that's like 20 bucks a month. You know what I think? What's 20 bucks gonna do? But like, Mr. Smemon is like cutting costs like here and there. And um, I don't know. Like, me being broke and worrying about my money, I've always been used to. But Mr. Smemon, who's always been Mr. Stability and everything, working, worrying about money, like, makes me scared <laughs> more than like if I would have done it my own. Like, him stressing. Like, makes me even more stressed. And it's so weird. I'm like, how the fuck is his stress making me more stressed, like, than usual? But, yeah. And then, this like, I swear to God, I think baby cravings are so fucking real. So, my bitch has love sweet stuff. Like, I'm a big bitch for a reason. I be eating everything, except vegetables. And... I really love cakes. And sweet breads and just sugary drinks and shit but now with the baby even the thought of it it just it makes me want to gag like it's so nasty <laughs> like the thought of a slice of cake oh my god I need to find the restroom now um it's horrible and I really like corn right now I don't know what but I really want corn and then <laughs> I don't want ice cream a lot of pregnant women tend to want ice cream like Laura wanted ice cream my mom wanted ice cream everybody like my co-worker she's like oh I loved ice cream when she was pregnant I'm like I don't want ice cream I want raspado you see what I mean I don't want too much sugar raspados like the Mexican ones like with the frutas naturales and stuff like they're healthier they're not as sugary so that's what I'm telling you my baby don't like sugar <laughs> um that sucks Cause it's been everybody's birthday lately, It's Scorpio season and shit, and it was Laura's birthday, and I just I don't know, I don't want too much sugar, um, but yeah, uh, that sucks. Um, I got a job. Okay, I got two jobs. So first is that I was a tutor at Children of the Night. It's a nonprofit organization that looks for giving the G D, not giving, but tutoring, um, giving like resources. Lara's the one that got me that job. <laughs> cause Paloma can't get a job on her own. And it was part-time. I, You know what, it's really nice working part-time. She I don't get could have had that
0: job.
1: The <laughs> I could have the job a lot sooner, but I didn't want to apply for it cause it was part-time. And I thought it was far, it wasn't that nice at the time now it's no longer that nice, but when whatever uh so I didn't do it and then I got so desperate at four months unemployed that I was like fuck it just give me enough to pay my damn bills because Mr. Smith was pay my bills at a point because I no longer had any more money and even though I always stress about money is I always make sure everything is paid like I don't have money because my bills are paid you get me like, my car payment, paid. My credit card payment, paid. My student loan payment, paid. My rent, like, even though I live with my mom, you think, like, oh, I get free rent. No, no, no. My mama don't fucking, she didn't raise no damn um freeloader shit. That woman charged me my rent, okay, $400. I paid more than half of our rent because my mom would be living there forever. But either way, so I pay my shit. So, either way, um, yeah, so I needed to pay my bills, and I did that. And it was nice. And Mr. Srimmon was coming in July, and I got a job. I now work very close to home. I work at a union. I'm an accounting coordinator. I think it's, it's the best job I've ever had. It's 20 minutes away from home. I make $19 the hour, and I don't really have to talk to too many people. Honda sucked because I had to talk to everybody. My job was to, I was paid to talk to people. you they their meetings and I didn't like that. But yeah. So, that's me. <laughs> I don't know if they recorded it though. We
0: apologize for the sound quality in this video. Um, it's three of us and it's sometimes hard to get our schedules to align. But we thank you for listening and we will talk to you soon.